And thank you for tuning in again with us at Above the Pitch. Uh, we're here to talk about the Champions League round of 16 that just ended. We will be recapping the first and second leg of all matches uh, and give you our opinion on a pretty up-and-down round. Yeah, a lot of comebacks. Uh, United starting with their first comeback, doing something no team has ever done before. Losing the first game 2-0 at home to PSG, who were very dominant. Uh, out-tactic out Ole, out-tactic the team, closed down Pogba, made made it look like Manchester United were not on par with PSG or any top-talent team in the Champions League. But, so, how, how did you feel about United after watching their first game? Uh, were you confident that you would come back, or was there you a know, there's You know, there's always a chance, especially when you're a Man United fan, but you feel like you're not going to make it through. Like, you say to yourself, ah, you know, we could lose this game and focus on the league kind of situation. But, you know, there's always a chance, you know, how many comebacks have Man United done in the past? And, you know, now... Um, with their coach being one of the best comeback kings, comeback strikers of all time, mm-hmm. you know, and this being the the historic moment that we could make, you know, being two zero down at home, you know, they really they really took it to us. Uh, Mbappe was phenomenal. Di Maria, the snake, was uh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I said going into this that I didn't care who was going to line up; that the Man United defense was not going to be able to handle Mbappe. Uh, regardless of what they tried to do, uh, and I didn't care what side or you know what who was the left back, who was right. the right back, it didn't matter, and that proved to be true. Now it was very exciting, um, you know, first half. You know, everyone was down their throat. I mean, it was a lot of clashes, you know, tight battles, uh, which was awesome to watch. Now, first goal was by Kimpepe off the corner, yeah, header. Now, a little controversial only because he did make a bad foul beforehand, and they were wondering if that should have been a second yellow. I mean, for me, looking at it, I think that's harsh at yeah. that moment to give the second yellow, so I agree. Deal. And you know what? I think karma played well because, in my opinion, I thought Young should have gotten his second yellow with that tackle on Di Maria. But that's not how fouls like that work. If the ball goes out, you're allowed to nudge the guy. Understood, but I definitely you could definitely tell that he knew what he was about to do in that situation. He was definitely going to knock him like pretty out of bounds. Yeah, but you no, know, it wasn't necessary. You could have yeah. just you know I it mean, would have been an easier way to handle I mean, it. Defenders do that all the time, you know, just to show that hey, I'm here. You know, you're not going to run all over me. Yeah, you I know? felt like he was too much into his motion on that one. That's you know, fine. it could it could have went bad. I mean, Di Maria could have gotten pretty. Hurt. I didn't care. Well, obviously, you didn't care. Well, why should you care about Di Maria? Real Madrid got rid of him because he was ugly. Yeah, well, he played very well, and yeah. the second goal was because of him. So. It was, it was. He did play well. I don't know if you noticed. Did you see what he was telling the camera after he after he got the assist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, F off yeah, we <laughs> to know. the fans. It was yeah, pretty hilarious. He, he fake, fake drank a beer, you know. <laughs> it's all right. That was crazy. It's all right. Well, that was good. I, I liked it only because I'm not usually a fan of that stuff, but it's good I to thought see. it was funny yeah. because it's like, this guy's going against the whole stadium. He right, don't care. Right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> he, he gave him that little bit of fire to boost up his game, which wasn't good for us. Yeah, he had a phenomenal game. Yeah, I mean, he, he had both assists. I think that's huge. I think he was a big part. Yeah, he's not the fastest winger in the game, but, I mean, he's very technical, and he yeah. was able to really open up the play. Um, and then you had the injuries of Lingard and Martial. Uh, that played a role. And yeah. that led into the Liverpool totally game. Totally changes our tactics. You know, we don't get to play the counter-attacking ball. We don't get to play the wing play. We have to play a little bit more central. Um, 
you know, that helped us for the further weeks in the EPL, but, you know, not having that led them to overtake us in the second half. It gave them that extra wing play, gave them the extra speed that we weren't able to handle. Now, I thought it was interesting watching PSG line up. uh, One, because they used Bappe as their striker. You know, Cavani not there. And they had a few tactical changes, which I th- at first I was kind of skeptical, but they really executed well. I One was playing Danny Alves as the right winger. Uh, that was new, uh, you know, because he's normally a right back. Yeah, they have him as a wing back, so he's going up and down the field. Um, honestly, they don't really have that many right wing right wingers or right mids on the team. Uh, they play Draxler more central, usually. Um, sometimes he comes, he just expands himself off to the right. Uh, they aren't. They don't have that many wingers. You know, they were missing Neymar. You know, Mbappe usually plays the right. Right. So he came to the middle. Obviously, Tosho plays FIFA. You know, highest pace, <laughs> but all the way at top. You able to get the ball. Great runs. Amazing player. Uh, definitely gonna be a phenom in the future. Now, the other thing I did notice as well tactically is they had placed Marquinhos as their CDM, who's normally their center back. Uh, another interesting change. So, uh, so they could let Kim Pepe play center. Yeah. So Marquinhos usually actually plays center mid. Actually, sometimes for a PSG, he's actually a center mid at heart. I think. Um, I know he's not used to that position, but he plays it often for PSG. Well, I mean, he's been having that partnership of him and Thiago Silva. Right. Right. You know, but he uh, a couple of times, especially last year, he's also played as a CDM for. Uh, PSG, but this time he man-marked Pogba, and he did a fantastic job, completely shut him out of the game. Now, as far as form during the game, I noticed myself that PSG really packed the midfield. You had Marquinhos marking Pogba, uh, you had Danny Alves dropping back, Mm -hmm. uh, so really at times it was mostly just Di Maria and Mbappe sitting up top. Do you feel that was a big issue? Yeah, that's why we lost the game. Uh, you know, when you have more players in the middle, you're able to control the, the field, you know, control the tempo of the game. And let me say, watching PSG over the first two legs, uh, the way they passed the ball, the way it kept on moving into space and finding finding passes and, and making gaps for themselves is really amazing to see. They're really a top side. Yeah. So, I mean, they came victorious in that leg. Uh, I was pretty confident. I was like, that's it. PSG made their statement. They won away. That's it. They're just going to clean it up back home, and call it a day. Yeah, I think there have been like, I can't remember the number, I know they're far apart, but it was either 14 or 23 times that this situation has happened, and, you know, the team has not been able to come back, so for the second leg, for us to get that early goal, you know, by Lukaku, a slip up, rainy, rainy weather, you know, and then to have them score really quickly. It's kind of frightening. You're speaking about the second leg. The second leg, yeah. And the second leg. um, And then they just start dominating us with the the play, the movement, and everything like that. But then Rashford takes, you know, a shot. And Buffon doesn't catch it. And Lukaku's there to score a second. You know, and from then on, you think, yeah, you can do this. Especially from the the second-minute goal, you think, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, talking about the guy that, you know, I think we fairly bash on about his finishing ability and him being a striker in general, um, Lukaku really came big. Yeah, that was six goals in in, uh, three games for him, which is pretty huge. Now, uh, two questions. One, do you feel like Lukaku may have been the major reason why you're going through? And two, do you think he will be trusted as more as a starting striker going into the next round? Uh, I feel like LA is going to use two strikers from now on. Um, 
he's been showing that, I think, with Rashford and Lukaku up top. Uh, Lukaku can definitely, you know, play his part now. I don't think it was just up to him that we won the game. I think uh, McTominay, Fred, Andres Pereira, you know, Dallow when he came in, you know, everybody did their part. Uh, Iceman, Lindelof, Smalling, superb center backs. They didn't call him? They call him Iceman because ice, ice, ice blue eyes. Yeah, oh, call him Iceman. Okay. Well, if, <laughs> if we called the Skirtle anything back in the day, it would be Skeletor. It would be Voltivore. Skeletor. <laughs> okay. Uh, they didn't even decide to go down Luke Shaw's side because he's world class. Uh, oh, world class left world back. Class left back in the he's going to be world class. Psych. He's going to be world class left back. Yeah. Okay. Brings his they didn't the even decide time. to go down his wing. They just kept on going down Ashley Young's side. Um, well, listen, point to make about the second second round. So. Now you come out losing two two nothing to PSG. You have Lingard Martial injured. You go and play the derby against Liverpool. You try and play Lingard again, and he gets injured. Plus a slew of other players. What was it Mata? We had ten players injured. Doesn't matter who it was. Yeah, it was, 10 it, it was a lot of players injured. Yeah. And now you're going into the second leg at PSG's home, uh, and you're not even playing your full team. You're playing McTominay. You're playing Fred, who's barely seen the pitch at all this year. Well, you know, you're playing five defenders that you don't normally do. Eric Bailly is on the field at the same time. Again, a person who's normally not playing for you. Yeah, he's been injured. Even um, Lukaku considered player that doesn't come on much. And you pull off this, you know, this victory that pulls you through. I mean, well, they had, they were, you know, they were able to get playtime before the game, uh, the cup game against uh, Chelsea, then we played against, uh, sorry, the cup game against Arsenal, also the cup game against Chelsea, actually, and uh, another Premier League fixture. So they had time, they had time, and uh, they showed that they were, you know, they were fighting for those spots, and Lukaku definitely showed that he was fighting for that spot. Tomine played amazing, Andres Pereira played amazing, Fred didn't have a good game, but we needed a player that could make creative passes, so Ole decided to put in Fred who ran second most out of uh, besides for McTominay around the field. He was incredible that game. Listen, I mean, you know you're playing like shit when the other team puts in Chong. Listen, Chong's a good that's Chong's a beast. That's, that's but like, that's all we had. No, and, no, and, I know. And I'm, Chong Chong was actually great out there. I'm just you know? simply saying that it was our B team. It's not acceptable. What PSG did? No, not hundred percent. Yeah, they, I mean, Man United they, did what they did. They, they do. expected to walk over us. You know, they came in. They played young kids. They played a team that they haven't played fully together ever. Yep. And they actually, they not only kept up, they not only won the game, but they won it with enough goals to get through. I mean, that's upsetting. As a PSG fan, I mean, I'm not. I'm saying right. in general, as a PSG fan, you should be pretty disappointed I, and ask a lot of questions because you just had. Mbappe and Neymar join your team in the past few years, two of the, you know, arguably top five best players in the world on the same team, and you can't even get past a team with Scott McTominay and Fred and Pereira. I mean, that's just, there's, there is no excuse. It's all about heart. There's no excuse, you know? I mean, and that's not taking anything away from those players. They showed up, but come on. Like, that's upsetting. I don't think... I don't know why PSG was so nervous to verse our team. Like, you're up 2-0. And it's you know? your home. Yeah, you're home. All right, if you go to if you go to Old Trafford, maybe. But, like, really? Yeah. That's sad. Uh, Tuchel, uh, at the press conference, post-press conference, he just 
didn't really know what the way. He was just mumbling and jumbling around about being unlucky, I guess, and being so over-dominant and how they didn't deserve to lose. But the fact is, they lost. And, and you even line up the same way. Yep. You do the same thing. Yep. That's crazy. They, they should have been, you know, they... Listen, You're doing the same thing against a weaker side now. They're a much better team. I'll, I'll give them that. They're a much better team, but... You know, we wanted it more. It's all about the spirit. Honestly, you know? I, I just feel like it's pretty upsetting watching them go in the Champions League every year because they haven't passed. A, they uh, always do this. What do they haven't passed the quarterfinals or the round of sixteen? I don't know. They some some terrible. I'm not sure. Probably the quarters. Yeah. But still, I mean, like you're literally dominating a league year in and year out. Now they have nothing to play for, and, and the reason for that is because. Uh, the reason why that's significant is because you're getting the most money out of any league on team over and over and over and over again. And you're spending it. And you're getting fantastic players. And all you got to show is that I can't even keep up with uh, an 18-year-old. Right. Who, and, you know, and people will say that the team's built around Neymar and that's why they lost. But the fact is they were, up, they were up. 2-0 the first game, and they had Mbappe in. They had a way better team than us in. What does so that mean? It's they lost... built around Neymar. Right, exactly. What, it's built good? Exactly. It's built so well? Just because he wasn't there doesn't mean that's why you lost. You have Mbappe, who's probably you know in top five best player in the world right now. Honestly, he's amazing. What he does, uh, And you know what? I, and I'm, I feel like I'm being tough on PSG. You're not. Because You're just being... I need to ex- you need to expect more from them. Yeah. It's not because, I mean, I wish they beat Man United. Why the hell right. would I want them to win? But... It's just like you'd really expect more. It's actually sad. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, Delo takes the shot. Uh, it hits off Kembepe's uh, elbow. Um, it's a penalty. Yeah, there's a lot of com- controversy. I mean, it doesn't over even it. matter at that point. You're right. playing like crap, right. anyways. So, Forget it. I mean, w- actually, watching the game. All right. In all fairness, they didn't actually play bad. They just right. didn't finish, which you can uh, argue. No, I'm not they saying, like you maybe know, three it's not like they were completely dominated the right. entire time. Yeah. You know, it was just like they had the ball and right. they just did nothing with it. Right. So, yeah. okay, you can bring that point. Regardless. Who cares? You had the you ball. Can't, you don't even deserve to move on. Right. Because yeah. you're not going to win anything. You're mm-hmm. not going to win in the Champions League with no, that. No, not with that. But, uh, you know, we'll continue talking. But, you know what's awesome? That's not even the saddest team to lose. Oh, can't wait. Yeah, we have more to come. Uh, we'll go to the next game. It's not... So, so the, just for the record, that that round, you said, man, you would go through. I right, said PSG, right. so you went on that I was prediction. correct, because I'm a Man United fan. And uh, you never say on. die. Yeah, you, moving key. on was Roma-Porto. Yeah, uh, Roma started off with a 2-1 win, but it wasn't convincing. It wasn't a convincing game by uh, Porto or Roma. It uh, could have gone any way. Um, now, you had uh, a young kid, 19 years old, Italian. First year in City, huh? Yep. Scores two goals. Uh, the only two goals for Porto, which he's been is a beast Nicolo in the Zaniola. Yeah, he's been a beast in the league. So, I mean, I've never seen him play until now. Uh, apparently, he was a right winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he had over 80% pass success. He was good. He played really well. Uh, he was, you know, the big reason they went through, and that's good for him. I mean, that's going to give him a lot of attention. Yeah, he scored a winner... Uh, in the Italian league for them, he's been he's been big. They, they uh, Roma started putting in the young kids, and it's actually been prospering. So it's good for they them. They have a lot of young players. Yeah. I mean, they they put in Clivert, Clivert's son, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a nice young player. Uh, Cristante is someone they've been using in their midfields. Who's also he's about twenty four years old, 
and uh, Pellegrini, who's 22. The thing I like about this Roma team, especially going in, you know, after the first leg, was it's not common to always see a team from their nation playing their nation's right. players. So, like, they're actually banking on people like Florenzi, Marante, Pellegrini, De Rossi, Cristiante, Zani, uh, Zaniolo, El Sharawi. Everybody I just named is Italian. Right. Uh, a lot of Italian teams back in the day, especially, were just Italian. So, um, they had so four players see. starting that weren't Italian. I mean... Some would say it's tough because, you know, you're you're really focusing on bringing the youth up, which, you know, comes with its flaws because yeah. they're not experienced. But that's where they get but experience. But I give them kudos for doing that. And mm-hmm. That's how more teams should try and kind of structure themselves. I know it gets complicated and you can't really, like, be like that completely. But, right. I mean, good for them. And it pulls through. Now, you know, Porto put one goal in with uh, Adrian Lopez. I've never honestly heard of him before. Um, I don't really keep up with Liga Nos. I just know some of the big players. Yeah, Porto apparently is like this really solid team right now. Um, they really can do it all. They're really fast on the wings. Uh, obviously, they have Alex Tellis in the back of the left backs. Their right back is also very good. Uh-huh. Um, they're really good at moving down the wings. And obviously, they have a strong center mid. They're able to hold the ball, but they move the ball pretty quickly. Yeah, And uh, their strikers are fast and they're strong. And they get in the box and they all want the ball. This is a team that also hasn't lost at home. So, it's pretty big. Yeah, and then we move on to the second leg. Now, Roma's up 2-1 and they're away. So, now they have the away goals going for them. And Porto really clean up shop. I mean, they line up very similar. Uh, I think the only difference is was putting in Corona and Marega. Now, again, to be honest, I never heard of Marega till about now yeah uh i mean he's a big dude yeah he's big he's big he gets in he's the box six one he, he's I mean, a he's a guy who moves defenders around he's a big man mm-hmm. so he played fantastic he got his goal uh he's a molly international i mean the reason why i never heard of him is i was looking where he's coming from he's coming from maritimo small club in portugal so i mean that would be hard to kind of know him. Yeah, there was a bit of controversy in this game with the penalties, one being given to um, Porto and another one not being given to Roma, but uh, VAR said not to give it, so the ref didn't give it, and, you know, we have this this score. Well, to be fair, right, the first penalty was given to De Rossi, which kept him in the game, but Porto really edged on, and the last penalty was given 117th minute. Right. So, but there was another penalty shot. It could have been one, but it could have sent Roma through possibly, but, you know, it just, they got, they got, they got, they got, uh, you know, uh, f over to say. You yeah. Know, they did. Again. And it was funny because they asked for VAR, so they didn't get f over like they did last year. And this year, they had VAR, and it, it didn't work out for them. So yeah. it was, it wasn't lucky, but Porto did play well, and they're also well-deserved to go through. Yeah, and, you know, going back to our predictions, uh, you said you think Roma would go through. I said Porto, so now we're even 1-1. Right. And, you know, one of the reasons I stated was I just felt Porto was the strongest that Portugal could put out at the moment, and I think that could edge out, you know, these mid-table teams. Uh, do I think they're going to advance past this round? I don't. Yeah, probably not. Um but, you know, they did what they had to do, and they should be proud to even get into the top eight. Yes. That's, that's impressive. 
we'll see how they do against the Super 8 team. You know, Super 8 team. Uh-huh. At home. So, maybe they'll lose at home. Yeah. It's a big It's a big thing not to lose at home. Now, let's get into my one of my favorite, favorite matchups. Are we talking about Ajax and Real Madrid? Oh, we are. Um, so, obviously, Real Madrid, uh, three wins in a row. The Champions League. Three Champions um, League wins in a row. That never happened before, is that correct? Yeah, they were the first team to ever first do it. First team to ever do it. Um, La Decima. You know. Yeah, oh, they're way past La Decima. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, like, you know, they've accomplished a lot. Yeah, they've accomplished a lot, yet uh, all the coaches say it's not a big deal. They want La Liga only. Anyway, who cares? Which they're um, not going to get. Right. Um, so, you know, going into the first leg, Benzema, you know, first of all, Ajax has held them off full first half. That blew me away. I was like, wow. Like, this is this is big. Did I think they would win it all? No. I just right. said, you know what? Maybe if Ajax can hold them off and then go away and at least give a fight and maybe sneak in an away goal, who knows? But at the end of the day, I was like, there's no way Ajax is going to win. Right. It's going to be Real it's Madrid. Real Madrid. The- as long as Ajax can hold them off for a good amount of time, that'd be great. Which they did. And then that bastard Kareem Benzema. Listen, it's his, it's his year. Minute. This is what happens when the team's around you. So, you know... After all the sex scandals put behind him, he's finally learned how to hit the net. Now he's being passed the ball instead of just running around. So, Kareem Benzema opened up, opens up the score one nothing thanks to Vinicius and, you know, or Vinicius, however you like to say. Yeah, he's been their best player by far. You know, he's only 18 and he's running around with the Ballon d'Or, you know, winner. He's running around with, you know, players that have all won the Champions League, obviously, three times. He's running, around, he's running around against players who have so much experience, and he's he's taking them on like like he's in the Brazilian league, like and he's playing for Santos, you know. He's bringing them on that left wing, and he's dribbling around and he's making space and he's opening up. You know, the finishing isn't there sometimes. This I mean, kid's eighteen. This, this right? kid's gonna be a talent. He's unbelievable. Yeah, this kid's amazing. He's, it's a bold statement, but I think he will surpass Neymar because he's just accomplishing a lot in a short period of time and. Yeah, that's one point, but also I think his personality is going to help. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, actually, because I think Neymar ruined his career by going to PSG. That, and I think also his personality ruins it. Yeah, Neymar, he's always yeah. just looking for the foul. Neymar, for, like, Neymar loves football. He loves it. Obviously. But he's lost. Like, he's lost in his own persona and, like, how he's just such a big idol and how he's like this big picture and like things have to work out for him but it's not like that you still always got to work for it you know Ronaldo uh, obviously Portuguese still working for it you know he doesn't do that I mean what made Neymar so big when he was playing one of the reasons when he was playing in, in Brazil was that I mean people were trying to tackle him and they just couldn't take this guy right. down. And he's able to take he a He would knock. just be elusive and, you know, agile. Mm-hmm. And he'll blow by your whole team. Now, every time you get touched, you fall on the floor, you ruin a play. Right. You and know, okay, yeah, it's a foul, great. If it's a foul, you get a call. You know, some would say, all right, well, you don't get every call. You know, if they don't dive, they don't get every call. Okay, yeah, sure, but you know what? It's literally to the point where it's... It's really insane. And like it also it also wolf. affects how your team plays and how the other team plays. Like, your team is quick, right? PSG is a quick counterattack team. You know, they can also play the ball on the floor. They can open up openings. And if, like, if, you're, if you're in a dead ball situation, that's not really the PSG's best, you know, what's the word? Best, um, 
best position, we'll say. Like they they don't they shouldn't be a team that's a dead ball team, you know. Neymar should just take the knock, you know, okay, foul. If he's not, evade it and keep playing, you know? Absolutely. I agree with you. I think it ruins the tempo. But anyways, uh this is not about Neymar. Right. This is uh, about Remogen and Ajax. Hakeem Zayek comes in, puts a goal in seventy fifth minute for Ajax, and I'm watching this, I'm like, Oh my gosh. We have a game on our hands. I'm like, if they can hold off the last, you know, twenty or so minutes, we're good to go. Uh but eighty seventh minute, Marco Asensio. I mean, great play. He 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 did what he needed to do yeah. and he snatched the victory like I mean, he usually does. It was a little sour for Ajax. They played really well. Honestly, I think they were playing better than Real Madrid. Maybe they, they should have tied it or won that game, but you know, obviously sometimes it's not meant to be. Um now highlight of this game. Well, it is I'll a ask highlight. You, it is. You think highlight. it's a highlight? If you're going to ask me about Sergio Ramos' yellow card, right? Yeah, it is a highlight. He purposely got the yellow card, so he's knocked out for the next round, and he can play in the court in the quarterfinals with a fresh slate. Yeah. Uh, so he thought, obviously, they're going to beat Ajax, and he's already apologized for that. Because Has he? yeah, he said it, obviously, you know, I should have respected the team more, and I shouldn't have done what I did. It came back to bite me. Well, let me tell you, as a Liverpool fan, I loved it. I, I, I know you love. Always it. wanted to see him just listen. Oh, he's he's an experienced great. player, and I I would have done the same. Honestly, I would have done the same thing if I was him. So I'm not going to uh, say you know he shouldn't have done that. Like if I was him, and I had all that experience, and I knew who I, my team was, you know, I would have done the same thing. But we get to the second leg, and there's no Sergio Ramos, and and, and to be clear. I don't think it would have mattered if it was Sergio Ramos there. No, I think I think it would have. I don't I, think so. I, I still think he would have lessened the blow. Yeah, but you know what? They just they did not play as a team at all. And this has been a reoccurring theme with Madrid this year. You know, you had Lopetegui and they had some ups and downs. You had Solari. They were, had more ups, but still not good enough. And you know, I just think they really got exposed. There's a lot of opinions to give on this. Number one, let's just say from Ajax's point of view, I was watching this game rooting for them. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Well, you know, they put the first one, I was like, oh my gosh, seven minutes. That's crazy. But okay, we have plenty of time. And then they put another one in the 18th minute, and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. And these are great goals. Like, they're really taking it to Real Madrid. Um, yeah, like, this isn't just like, you know... A pushover they're, goal, or they're like, playing. They're playing around. They're doing tricks. They're opening up spaces. They're bullying. You got Dejan taking on Casemiro and Modric, turning them left and right. You have Neres taking out uh, Carvajal on the left wing, just flying by him. Neres is what a great player he is. He's, yeah, Brazilian. He's fantastic. Yep. Um, then you have Dusan Tadic's goal. I mean, just pure class. It was like. I didn't even understand who that player was. He, a guy that was what just playing for Southampton. He was good for Southampton. He was. A lot of people didn't notice like how good he was. Some people did, but he's a really good player. Oh and no, I noticed. He's the first player to be given a ten out of ten on the Lay Clip website uh, newspaper, the French newspaper. The first ten out of ten. No kidding. Yeah, he he, he deserved it. He rouletted. He assisted. He, he he was all over the place. Yeah. He said uh, he played that well. Because he was watching clips of Zidane the night before. Ha! No kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, this team is a team that... Now, uh, now uh, I want to say something yeah. quick. 
I looked into Tadich when he first went into the league. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I do fantasy and all that stuff, so I try and look at new players coming in. And I noticed he had some pretty good stats coming in from the Dutch league. I believe it was like the most assists by a good amount. And he still had some good goals to his name. So I understood he had a lot of caliber, and he just looked like a Sigurdsson on Southampton. You know, he looked like that guy that has so much to give, but his team is just not up to par. Mm -hmm. Did I think he's this good? No. I'm not going to you right. know lie and be like, yeah, I see this coming. I didn't see this coming. Right. Um, but it, it goes to show that, you know, throughout his career, he did have little glimpses that made you he say, did. hey, you know, yeah. like, who is this guy? The guy can play with the ball. So, mm -hmm. he's incredible, uh, Serbian international, you know? Right. A uh, big thing about this game was this team in general. So, the ending of last year... Overmars, you know, sits the players down. Overmars, obviously, legendary Netherlands player. Yeah. Um, he is like the um, uh, the board of director for Ajax, in a sense, right? Uh-huh. Okay, he sits all the players down in a room, and he says, listen, um, it's your guys' lives. Uh, you can leave this, this summer transfer window, right? But you can stay and become a legendary team. He's like, you guys have the ability to... Do something special. And, like, just, just wait a year before you take that big leap. Dejong already made that big big jump. Big jump. He's going to be with Barcelona next season. Um, uh, Delit didn't leave yet. Maybe he stays. Maybe he keeps, he keeps with Overmar's words. And this team, I think, can do something. This team's good. This team, good. this team has a, a, has a good spine. They have a good defender, a good midfielder. They have good wings. And they have a good striker. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, they have the likes of the Lit, who's arguably one of the best young center backs in the world right now. He's only 19 years old. Uh, Tagliafico is, has played fantastic. What? Argentinian. You have Donny Van, uh, Van de Beek. Who was actually exceptionally well that second game. He was amazing. He was very good. He was all in the right places, making right passes, making right runs. They They had an unbelievable game. Yeah. And, you know, the icing on the cake for me, and I loved watching it, even if I don't say his name right, is a shown? Yeah. The free kick. That free kick was beauty. Against, what, six foot five Courtois? Yeah, it was right over him. Corner. They need to put Kaylor Navas back in the net. Maybe Zidane will put Kaylor Navas back in the net now, the new appointed manager of Real Madrid. Now, <sighs> just honestly, I don't really care kick. who was in the net. That it was, was great free amazing kick. free it kick. It was a great free kick. You know, it you was. can argue all you want. How much better can you get that free right. kick? It was great. Um, had Courtois not played that well, sure. I don't think it mattered about that play. But the other ones, maybe. Right. But at the same time, your team is just yeah, falling they got, apart. Yeah, they got ripped apart. Falling apart. Mm -hmm. They look like crap. I mean, that's what Carvalho said. They said that he won. They were yeah. crap. Yeah. They, they look like crap. They were. And they deserve to get knocked out. Just to show the frustration, right at the end, Nacho getting a red card. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just sad. I mean, you're already losing four one. Now you're gonna miss the it's next Champions League game minute. when you get into it. It's ninety fourth minute. What are you? What are you gonna even do? It's just frustration. It's just it frustration. frustration, and it's pretty sad. And I agree with them sacking Solari. Um, getting Zidane was big. He didn't play Isco. He didn't play Isco. He didn't play Marcelo. You can't not play like, those really? two. Those are two creative players. You know, East Coast should just go. Just go, man. You can go to a lot of places. You're like top five center attacking mid in the world. Yeah, he's really and good. you're sitting the bench, dude. I don't care who you're playing for. 
I mean, your majority sitting in the bench. Right. I don't know if Zidane favors him. Zidane I, does I don't like him. all that, but, you know. This does improve my chances to start, bail to United. Bail to United. If he's not going to start, get out. Yep. We'll see what happens with them. We'll I see. mean, you know, we spent a good amount of time bashing on PSG. I think we need to take a minute right here. We're not moving on yet. We're not moving on? You still want to... I think you just Real wanna, Madrid. I understand. You just have... Real like, Madrid. Okay, they beat you in the Champions League final last year. You need to get over no, it. No, no, but listen. You need let, to get forget, over forget, it. Forget... Look, listen, obviously, you, obviously that makes me biased. can't forget about it. Obviously, that makes me biased. I get it. But they that's sad. That's it. That's sad. Honestly, it's not as it's not as bad as PSG. Because PSG were a team in form. I disagree. Real Madrid were not a team in form. I They've been terrible. Real Madrid have been terrible this whole year. I understand that, but it's Real Madrid. I understand, but it's the not... The whole Ajax team... Listen, it, Real Madrid... Your water boys is more expensive than the entire Real Ajax Madrid team. would have never won all those Champions Leagues without Ronaldo. Real Madrid would not be where they were for having Ronaldo for nine years. They wouldn't. Anybody who thinks, who doesn't think that is clearly blind. The fact that they had Ronaldo made their team so much better and made them and brought it to another level that it would never be at. Okay, well, listen. Uh, is what you said true? I would agree to an extent. Yeah, I mean, you can't just say no to all that. How many goals? But, but you have Real Madrid team that have I some understand. of the best players in the world Superstars. in each position. Right. In each position. Does he bring them to the next level? Yes. But were they already at a level that makes them top three club in the entire world? 100%. Yeah. yeah Do okay. they have an excuse to lose with this team? 100% no. Another thing is, is that you lose Ronaldo and don't even get ready for it. Yeah. It's not like Ronaldo turned around and left the next week. It's not like you haven't thought about the fact that Ronaldo's getting older and you need a replacement. And, okay, maybe you were thinking Vinicius this whole time. But he's 18. I mean, you can't just expect that. And right. you see Bale falling off. And you see yourself recycling managers like it's nothing. I mean, honestly, they kind of needed this to come. They needed it to come it was, because it was waiting to happen. I mean, their team was aging. Zidane saw that. Zidane knew they needed change, and Perez didn't want to work with the change. Honestly, you don't give him the money. Get rid of Perez, man. If they could, obviously they can't. Yeah, I think he's a big problem. He's a big problem. I don't think it's really hard to manage Madrid like that. You have all the money in the world. You have. I don't know if I can make the statement yet, but an exceptional manager, let's say that, and Zidane. You know, let's just say even beforehand, right? I mean, you got some of the best players in each position in the entire world, and you're telling me you can't figure it out? And they did buy good. They did get good players with those managers. Yeah, I mean, have they had a drought in some transfers? Sure. But they didn't need anybody. That's what I'm saying. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You know, they didn't need anybody until Ronaldo left. Right. And you you couldn't get anybody. But he's irreplaceable. He is irreplaceable, but you can. But yeah, they bought a goalie instead. But they bought a goalie. You bought a goalie to replace the goalie that's one you think. Yep. You're you're looking at a goalie underperformed on the pitch in Champions League, and you're. I'm sure you're wondering yourself, oh man, I wish I had a goalie that won three Champions League for me and sitting on my bench. And he's on the bench. Navas even said, "I went from winning three Champions Leagues to sitting on the bench." He didn't deserve that. He's made. He actually kept them inside the Champions League with some big saves. I don't understand when people are going to start. I don't understand when people are going to start to notice that you don't get recognition when you're at this Madrid. You don't. The fans turn. I mean, on, might as well just spit on Casillas, why don't you? The fans turn on you so quickly. Like, how do you boo somebody who scored so many goals for you? You know, how do you? 
How do you have how do you boo at them? How do, how do and you have one you? of the best keepers in your history, and you just let him leave your club and don't even give him an exiting, you know, uh, ceremony. Like really, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, once Courtois came, I thought Navas is stupid for staying. That's what I said. He loves said the club. Stupid. He I loves the care, club, though. If you love the club so much, you don't leave. Well, Steven Gerrard didn't leave. Understood, but Steven Gerrard played. Not during the end of his career. He still played. And he, he just played a lower he role. He could have left, and he could have won something. This is not something. the end of Navas' career. He could have left and won something. But what I'm saying is that you're not watching people on the bench, man. I understand. Navas but that's should how never the, be on the bench. I understand. I'm agreeing with you. But I'm saying if you love the club, you stay. Well... You love the club you stay. I hope he loves losing right now. So, so yeah, that was uh, Real Madrid Ajax. Ajax go three. We both, we both got that wrong. And we have three matchups left. Spurs-Dortmund. Okay. Now, I believe we both said Spurs on this one. We did both say Spurs. But we, we were really iffy. But we thought it was going to be the most exciting match of the, of the round, which it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't exciting at all. Uh... Now, one of the points he brought up was that Son might not be in the second leg. Right. Uh, he he came showed, back. He showed how important he was in the first one, I'll tell you that. I mean, yeah. he played for both, obviously. but Right, but the, that one was all him. That header. Three, nothing. What a header, Dortmund. right? It was him. Uh, yeah. I think it was a header. He yeah, scored. it was a cross, yeah. Oh, he crossed it or he headed it? I can't remember. No, he. oh, he volleyed the ball. Oh, he volleyed the ball. Yeah, obviously. Um, so the big thing in this game was that the Dorman coach lets other teams cross the ball into their box. Uh, in practice, he doesn't practice crossing because he thinks it's very simple. You just have to head the ball out of the box. So they played with no defense on crosses, and they wound up losing the first game due to crosses. And they wound up losing a lot of their Bundesliga games due to crosses. So, it's, it's kind of ironic. <laughs> um, honestly, the game, uh, Dortmund had some chances, not that many. You know, you could count in 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 one hand how many chances they had. Uh, Tottenham were just by far better. I don't know why any Tottenham fan would be nervous about the second leg. Uh, it was over. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. Uh, Dortmund have been in a bad spell. And uh, they really didn't have anything to worry about. Uh, it was just upsetting to watch, to be honest. Um, they just... They didn't seem strong enough. They just were getting picked apart. I mean, you have young man Jaden Sancho and <clears throat> Pulisic. Pulisic getting a taste of what playing a Premier League feels like. Premier League team feels like. And it just didn't work out for them, you know? Um, and... When we were making our prediction, we were saying how, well, I was saying how Dortmund's miles away in the league, and then come second leg, they're not tied for first. I mean, they're just slipping. They're really yeah. slipping. Yeah, they're uh, dropping points. Uh, and they're not um, a team that I like to watch lose. You know, I think they're a very good team. They have a rich history. And unfortunately, Tottenham come second leg and just put the icing on the cake with Harry Kane, uh, make it a one nothing, and that's a 4-0 aggregate. I mean, they don't even get a goal in. Yeah, uh, the good, like, people like Dorman because they play the younger kids. They use the academy. You know, they have they have a good core group of fans. You know, they really fight and use their spirit, but there was nothing they could do against Tottenham. Yeah. There was nothing. Yeah, I agreed. 
Um, so the top German side of this year gets knocked out by Spurs easily. Yeah. Now, other game going to Man City Schalke, right? Man City win their first game three to two. Now Nicholas on the men, he get a red card, and they still get two goals after that. I mean, that's yeah, pretty, that's pretty was, dominant. I think it was a harsh red. I don't think it was a handball, and he gave it. He gave him the second yellow. <coughs> Um, there are a couple of bad penalty calls in that game uh, for Schalke. Um, so they, but they did equalize. Uh, Schalke did take those penalties. Um, they really helped them out. An old Premier League player, Nabil Bentaleb, from Spurs. I don't know if you remember him. No. Yeah, he, he used to play for Spurs. He was pretty good. So probably why I don't remember him. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean he he was awesome. He was awesome. Uh, he played very well. Um, he got two goals for Schalke. Uh, and then after the red, you would think, all right, Schalke got this 2-1. That's awesome. Now, look, in the back of my head as a Liverpool fan, you want them I to get wanted out City to keep right, going. Right, even me, I wanted them to get knocked out. No, 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 to keep going. Oh. I want City to keep going. So, yeah. It's but, more games. But now you both are in it. That's okay. Play them. Let's do it. Yeah, I know. I'm well, ready. I, well, you, you're the team that's lived. Let's so, do it. You know? So... Uh, Schalke come close. They lose three two at their they home. They weren't doing good. And oh my gosh! I mean, Man City just puts on a clinic. Man City show why they're Man City. Seven nothing. That's gross. Uh, so I want to talk about Leroy Sané and how I think he is. You know, I think he's just like so close to being on par with Mbappe. Maybe the same level, man. Whew! It's big words. Sané is amazing. He could use both feet. His wing, his wing runs are amazing. His passing is great. His brain is, it's it's so, it's so good to see a young kid play like that. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I think Sane also. I think Bappe's a better dribbler on the ball. I think Sane needs good good feeding of the ball. Uh, if you watch the second game. He gets some really nice through passes. and He does. And the reason I bring that up is because he really knows how to utilize the onside. He knows how to utilize his acceleration. And that's what makes him a big player. They actually had to check VAR four times this game to see if it was actually onside or not. He's a beast. Right. Now, I don't take anything away from him. Right. He's, I think he's phenomenal. He knows how to use his pace, just like Mbappe. He, he's above the majority of people. Right. Um, I mean, I was looking at this game, and... Schalke, which is Sané's old team, right? They come out with five in the back, and they're playing uh, Ozipka. Ozipka, okay, never heard of him. German yeah. guy, apparently. Probably playing with five mids, wing back, something like that, to help. And Weston McKenney, yeah, who's apparently American. I gotta tell you, the reason why I bring up those names is they got eaten alive. I mean, it's just a different Sterling level. was just eating the right back. And Sane, I mean, McKenney wasn't even there. Yeah, you know, they say they say Liverpool has Adelia's top three. But I don't know, Aguero, Sterling, and Sane as a top three is... It's pretty lethal, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Honestly, right now... Sterling is Sterling has upped <clears throat> his level again. Sterling has upped his level again. <clears throat> and I didn't think that was possible to go so fast. You know... Him and Sane, I don't. They're just. It's crazy to have on the same team and with Aguero in the middle, who's just a phenomenal striker. Uh, every everybody would want an Aguero on their team. You know? I mean, right now, I would honestly give you that. I don't think 
Liverpool's top three is what they were last year. Um, but they can, like, are Sterling, they close? Yeah. Sterling but, and Sonic can switch sides. They can use both feet. They can finish from both ends. They don't have to follow a specific procedure. Aguero can do it all. He gets everywhere. He's one of the best movement strikers around. Uh, no, I, I get you. I'm, I'm just saying, comparing these top three to the Liverpool top three of last season, that'd be freaking close. That would be close. Right now, I'd still give it to City, I think, though. I think... Our top three is kind of dipped on yeah. the par. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll get into them more. Um, but really, I mean, this game was just one. Most of it was one on the wings. They broke them down. Uh, Bruma, bad tackle, um, giving the penalty for Bernardo Silva. You know, as soon as those happened, it's then over. it's game over. Yeah. So the other ones, I mean, yes, you know, they had one from the top of the box. They had one cutting into the box. You know, they were multidimensional with their scoring. But, you know, after three goals, see you later. Yeah, it was the game was done. Uh, Poor Schalke. Yeah, they get hammered a lot in the Champions League, and this was just another time where they did. And... Two young guys that are <clears throat> have been really promising in the last few years that we're still waiting to see what's going to happen is um, one is Konoplyanka. And mm-hmm. the reason I know him was because he was linked with Liverpool at one point. He's Ukrainian. Um, fantastic player. Uh, obviously, he couldn't do much in this game. And the other one is Brill Mbolo. Uh, he's a Swiss international. Uh, I believe I knew him when he played on the same team that Salah came from. Roma? La Fiorentina? No. Um, what team was that? Uh, oh, Basel. 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 So, uh, I think they were both on the same team. So, it's you know, it's a shame. Side, then. It's a shame. Uh, I, I don't really watch these games too much. Well, at least Schalke. And I'm just curious to see how they turn out. So, Well, Schalke's bottom of the league almost, so they're not doing great. great. Are they? Yeah, they're bottom of the league, so they're really not doing good this year in the league. It's just having a rough time in the league. No kidding. Um, they're bottom mid-table, probably. Uh, so they're having a rough time. I didn't time. even know that. They're yeah, 14th. they're not oh, doing cow. really well. Uh, okay. Well, so there goes that. I mean, yeah. we both said Man City. Uh, I know it was being iffy at one point, but thank goodness I took that back. Mm-hmm. And Man City go through. Um, next up, do we go Barca or do we go Madrid? Atleti. Oh, let's go Barca. It's a more straightforward game. Um, All right. Uh, the first game was 0-0 at home. To yeah, one. let's not even talk much about that. I mean, it was, it was just a draw. Yeah, Barcelona had some chances. They didn't finish them. You know, Leon had some chances. But, uh, you know, they go back to the Camp Nou at 0-0. And, um, it's well... The- Let's bring up something. What are we bringing up? That they held them <clears throat> Before we were podcasting, well, maybe a couple of days ago, me and you were talking about Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were telling me that one of the big things about Barcelona is that without Messi, they don't do much. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I, in a sense, believe I disagreed. Okay. Because I was saying, again, yes, Messi brings it to another level, but it's the players they level. have... On, no, I know. But I was also saying, you know, the players that they have on the pitch... Are still very capable. They won a Manel Clasico. You know, without Messi, they were doing just fine without him. Um, are they a starting? Definitely not. You're right about that. Uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I think this game really showed how there was more than one person involved in winning, in winning this game. And yes, Messi, two goals, two assists, huge, hundred percent. 
Best player on the team? Hundred percent. Can't even ask yeah. that question. Yeah, and the team Obviously. is based around him. Give well, him the ball, and he'll do something. Yeah, but if you really looked at it, and even looked at some of the misses, you had Suarez, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, he was setting things up. He was doing really well. Um, we all know he's a world class player. We've seen him in the Premier League. Yeah, but you know what? Some games he's a little more quiet than others. Yeah, this has been a rough season for him. But he's another form. another one, Arthur. I think Arthur played really well. Yeah, he didn't start all the time. You know, he's he's pretty interesting. He kind of just came out of nowhere. 22-year-old Brazilian from uh, Gremio. All right? I mean, he's really just out of nowhere. I, I don't know how they scout these guys. It's the Saturday. They have a good scouters. Like, I mean, they I do mean, a they, good they job, pick, clearly. They picked out some people that we never even heard of. You know, during the summer, you know, you see these names like, oh, who's this guy, you know? Now... Another one that got in the clean sheet, which we haven't heard about in a while. Coutinho. Felipe Coutinho. He's uh, he's had a horrid season, but why do you think he's had such a difficult time with Barcelona? It's a good question. Um, I think part of... I think there's a two-part. One, position. Two, skill. So, right. so position. Start off with position, yeah. He's on the left wing usually. Whenever Liverpool played him as a left wing, I always got pissed off. Because it's not him. He's not a left winger. I don't care. He's not a left winger. Yes, Barcelona have left wingers that were center mids. Iniesta, for example. Sure. Depends on the system. I think Coutinho is one of the best center attacking mids there could be. He's creative. He's technical. Agility, dribbler, vision—you you name it. He got it. He's not really a winger, man, but he th- creates. I think they wanted to make him the next Iniesta, but with the ability to shoot. Maybe, but I don't think they were utilizing him the same way. Because you can't, you can't make him a cam because you know Messi's there. I understood, but what I'm saying is that maybe wrong team. I think so. You know. Um, Whenever he did something big for Liverpool, it was either from a set piece or he was playing camp. I think that was the majority of his him playing well. And I loved watching him. I mean, right now, Liverpool could use that. They really could use Coutinho. Yeah, they need I mean, a cam. They get a cam. What are you even what are you gonna do? And he's linked to go to United, not Liverpool. Think, think about how think about how dead our, our midfield is. Great 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 midfield. But dude, I mean it's doing you a favor. Yeah. I mean, there's not much transition. No. The whole team needs to work hard to get the ball up. Coutinho was, like, seamless. Like, if you weren't in the right spot, just put the ball right through, right right between your players. So, I think one is position. I think the other is skill. And by skill, I mean that he went from a Liverpool team where he was the knight in shiny armor. Right. He was the main man. And he's on a team where it's 11 Coutinho's. Do you think he's... Um, having a difficult time learning the Barcelona system? I don't think so. Especially playing that that weird left-mid, center-mid kind of position? I don't think so. I think that more comes with not being in the right position. I don't think in that system he should be a left-winger. I mean, obviously, who am I to tell <laughs> coach right. of Barcelona? Right. But I'm just simply saying that that's at least what I can get out of it. It's a shame. He's like an Isco at the moment. He should just leave. You know, and it's one thing. East Coast doesn't play, I, I know, I'm just saying. I don't like watching these kind of players when they don't flourish. I'd rather them just be on another team. But it's a shame. You know, 
This is wasted talent in a sense. But he wants to be there. Of course he wants to be there. That's why he's still working hard. I mean, yeah. Good for him. If he pulls through, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, Barcelona just so dominant. And Messi is just killing it. And poor old Leon, uh, Toussaint, puts a goal yeah. in. Doesn't matter. Gives him a glimpse of hope, but easily taken it's away. It's 2 on, and they think they're doing well, you know? Yeah. And just, you know, another thing was they had a goalie change, too, Leon. So. I mean, you might as well get get some practice out on there. No, I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a shame, you know. So, Leon, good team, but they don't have enough. And I'm just curious what happens to Nabil Fakir. I wonder if this is the time where he says, okay, I have to move on. I've done what I can. Because one of the other things was that he stayed was um, he, he wanted to help Leon. Yeah. He wanted to help Leon. Why don't you say that? You're kind of dedicated. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a captain. So he wanted to help Leon get as far as they could. And this is the best they've ever done. And, I mean, he could at least step away from the club and say he's tried. And they're third. They're not going to win the league. They may not even get second. But he tried. So I think he just wanted to come to Liverpool. He really did, and I'm really upset that we didn't get him. We could have used it, but whatever. Maybe we could sign Tom Cleverly. Tom Cleverly. <laughs> he has a Premier League medal. Yeah, he's fantastic. He has a few, I think. And uh, Vermalian won the Liga, <laughs> so. Um, okay, let's do the last two, and we'll do the Atletico-Juve first. No, I think we should do, you've been waiting on Liverpool to do it last, and it's not the biggest game and it's definitely uh, not like we US United PSG was way all bigger alright 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 let's you, do it you're let's holding it. it you're holding I'm like he's just waiting like he skipped over a couple <laughs> of matches like why is this gonna be the last thing cause it's cause Liverpool I love it. cause I love it listen you you tie 0-0 zero, zero, uh-huh. Bayern Munich Liverpool yeah at home what are you feeling uh, what am I feeling good question I've always been confident in them the whole year Going into Bayern, I was at first nervous, but everyone kept saying, I mean, everyone I was talking to kept telling me, oh, Allianz, Bayern's going to win it, man. Good luck. It's not happening. You're going to get destroyed. And that just made me really just be like, you know what? F it. We're going to win it. I don't care. And, I mean, so the tie, there was some really, really important things that I learned from the time, okay? Now, Allison tried to do a mess-up in the 15th minute, which pissed me off. And yep. I was like, you better get this out of your system now. Apparently, this is a thing you got to do before you start a round of something. So he got that out of his system. So I said, okay. Now, you had Henderson. He played really well. He had a really nice long chip pass to Salah. Salah doesn't put it away. So, what does that tell me? That's telling me that Henderson showing he has creativity. Uh, that was important for us. And Salah showing that he's just not putting the final ball in. Now, some other things. Kimmich, yellow card, out second leg. Huge. I said, you know what? That happens. That's pretty big. That's Mane's side. You know, we could, we could, we may be able to see Mane really do well in the next game. He played fantastic with the yellow card on, though. I, I'm I'm just saying, you know, yeah. and, and Mane now gets matched up against Rafinha. Right. Okay. And the last two things was one, Keita, best game he played this year. 
100%. Best game he played this year. He was the star man he, on the field. He blew me away. He played so effing well. I mean, it was it was impressive. It was good. Um, he was just everywhere, you know. Other thing. Sorry, two more things, actually. One, where's Hamas? He's missing. He's on the field. He didn't do shit. The other thing, Fabinho made it look like he's been playing center back forever. Watching Fabinho... I wouldn't give him that. I mean, listen. Watching Fabinho and Matip in a Champions League game nope. against Lewandowski. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Not giving you that. No? He was out of position a few times. You yes, know, okay. Ma- okay. Matip was sweating back there, okay? <laughs> he did so much work Matip was for like, wait, Fabinho. someone's supposed to cover me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matip was incredible okay. that game. Yes, position-wise, I'll give it to you. But, You're right. But Fabinho was good at bodying people off the ball. And you know, and being in position and getting in the right in the right uh getting getting aggressive enough to, you know, make the Bayern Munich players worry. You know, a big thing I thought was Lewandowski is not a striker who could go up against Liverpool. I don't think a big man wins against Liverpool center backs. I think you have to play with pace. I mean, what did you feel? I mean, on, um, on both legs. I don't think Lewandowski really looked that threatening. I think, you know, Matip and Van Dijk really... I think, know. I think, Bayern came the first game to tie. Their plan was good. They looked very threatening when they wanted to, mm-hmm. but they didn't want to. So, so, with that being said, I think if they really, really, really wanted to, that was the game to score. And I think Lewandowski could have done it. And he knows how to get past center backs, especially ones that are not in position. That was Fabinho. But the thing was, they weren't that aggressive. And since Fabinho's positioning wasn't an issue after that, you know, because he had time, his tackling was phenomenal. And yeah, he's a CDM, so he I can think tackle. Bayern made that mistake. They pulled the Sergio Ramos and thought that they could just uh, come the I second leg and take it apart. I think they were definitely going for a draw. Um, but the way they were playing it around the back and then up to the wings to get it to Lewandowski, they tried to do crosses in the first game and it didn't really work out. Um, it was a good idea. I told you, I thought, um, what's his name? Um, Narby had a great first game and you said, yeah, you don't really think so. I thought he had a great, I thought he was the best player on the field besides for Honestly, he was the most threatening. He I was, thought Coleman was more threatening. But look at this second half, second game. Coleman's not even to be found. And I well, told you, and I said they're going to bring in Ribery for that second game. Well, I'll tell you this: uh, Nabry, dribbler, great. But you know what he kept doing? Just making open space and running it. No, he didn't. That was there Coleman. Was a couple times where he would low pass. He cut it. How? When's the last time you saw someone beat Robertson? I know. I'm great for him. And he made the cha- he made the only good chances for the team. Coleman would get the ball, he'd hug the line, right? And then he'd <clears> just <throat> dribble, do a couple step overs, and then the ball would just be poked out of his feet. I guess I was really focusing more on when they finally clashed and I noticed Coleman's a lot stronger. So I was more worried because once he came into the box, that I was, was like holy cow, yeah, like Coleman might pull through. He doesn't utilize Alaba. And you saw in the second leg Alaba and Ribéry were really <laughs> threatening. You know, they had that that chemistry. You know, 
You, I mean, I when I saw the first score was zero zero, I still really wasn't sure who would win. I thought it would go to Bayern because they're home. Um, you know, and you know, it kind of looked that way for a little bit, but you know, Mane, you know, first goal. Now, what a goal! It was a good goal. No air messes up. Mane with you know. Great I don't think a lot of people would have thought about doing what he did. Uh, yes, it was. Yes, it was a mistake. But I don't think a lot of people would thought of the way he pushed off Neuer. Yeah, I don't think they would have turned chipped, that way. Because you know? he, he kicked it with his left foot, no? And he chipped it. Yeah. Like, left you know, foot. no one would really think in that moment, okay, there's going to be defenders there, let me get it in this spot. I yeah. Mean, it was just unbelievable. I, I didn't. I couldn't even believe my, uh, my eyes. And something else to bring up. <sighs> Salah's frustrating me, man. Because he wants to score? He's frustrating me. No. It's... I don't know what it is. He just he he's missing it. He's missing like it. Like in the beginning of the season. He's missing it. Like Like in the beginning of the season. Yeah. I feel like there was such a small period of time where he had it this season. Mm-hmm. He's just like he gets the ball and you're like, Alright, big player, he's gonna do something. And he does a couple things and that one moment where it counts, it's like he just forgot. He forgot what to do. Well like he, he like has... he had one one play, he got the ball, he dribbled down the line. I was like, oh, here comes Salah. He cuts in. I was like, here it goes. Mane's wide open. Yep. And no, he... 10 times out of 10 last year, he would have gave it off. This year, he's like so not confident. He needs to prove himself that I'm going to dribble through three people. And that really pissed me off. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm kind of tired of cutting him slack every time he gets the ball and he doesn't convert. Well, you know, people just expect him now to grab the ball and convert. And he's has some... People say he's... Klopp says he's fine mentally. You know, he's good. But it's there. You know, he's taking extra touches. He's not making the right play. Yeah, I mean, look. Do I think he's bad? No. No, I don't we, all think think, he's bad. we all think he's good. I think he plays very well. Yeah. Uh, is he that X-Factor? No, he's not. He needs to now... You know, when you when you when you start practicing something, and you know you get you're gradually getting good at it because you're new at it, uh-huh. and then you get to this point where you're not you know you really improving. Out. Yeah, he needs to do something extra now. He needs to add something to his game. He does. He needs to learn. He, how needs, to, right he needs to learn. Yeah, that too, and he needs to learn how to, you know, not just cut to the left. That's what I'm saying. You know, a lot of a lot of his goals, he he hasn't been taking the ball to the the corner line, right? You just take the ball, you know, the corner line. And dribble to the right, bring it out, dribble on that line, and dribble back to the left, and give it in the goalie on the near post. Yeah. He doesn't do that anymore. He's very reliant on his left side. And that's an issue. And until he finds out how to play with both feet, it, it, it's going to be a while. So. Byron crumble. Who? Byron. They crumbled. They crumbled. Van Dyke, you know. He's our number four. He's. He's our number four. What a big man. He's a He's a beast. He's a beast. He's the best player in Liverpool that I've seen in a long time. And I think I can compare him since I've been watching. He's bigger caliber, maybe than Fernando Torres was as a striker as he is a defender. You know, he's That's words. He's that important. And you know, for me watching, because I, I watched towards the end of Gerard, Torres was the biggest player I've seen at Liverpool. Uh, well, some could say Suarez, but Torres was more consistent. He had a lot more playing for us. So Yeah, it's big. It's big. I mean, Van Dyke, he's doing it all. You literally can't ask for anything else. The guy can, he's so physical. He holds your defense down, and he even scores now. It's crazy. 
how do you feel about your chances for the next coming round? You know, I'm ready. I don't care. That's your team's first away win in the Champions League. I'm ready. I don't care. Give me whatever you want. I really don't care. Yes, Juve and Barca, the two I don't want, if I had to choose. But at this point, I don't care. Bring them on. If we have to, we have to. I mean, that's how we show it. And if we if we have to and we beat them, we're gonna win. We're gonna win the whole thing. Because who else is gonna stop you after that? Right. So I'm ready. Um, I just hope there's only one thing I hope for. Aside from it'd be awesome to have a derby right now, Man United Liverpool derby in the in the quarters. Well, last time that happened, Sick. we beat you in the. Yeah, Liverpool. that's all right. Our team has been pretty bad when that was happening. So. But it was, it was I like clopped. to see that. It was clopped. I'm saying that this team is a lot better. So is it? It is. And um, But the thing I'm really hoping for, though, man, I want to see Juve or Barca play that good old Man City. You just want to see them Let's knocked see out. It. Yeah, I want it so bad. Actually, you know what I want to see? I want to see Juve go against Liverpool. I'm ready. I think Let's that'd be it. a good game. Both have, both have okay... Okay, midfield besides for Bernadeschi. 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 Yeah. He's let me let me let me end our Liverpool thing with one thing. Full time. They had the tweets on TV. Favorite tweet yeah. of today. It says the earth is covered seventy five percent water. And then James Miller covers the other percent. <laughs> no, it said Van Dyke covers the other oh. percent. I was like, that's awesome. Uh, so that was it. So Liverpool go through. I mean, I'm ecstatic. I it's amazing, you know. Here we go again, and we're going strong. And you know what? If the if the league doesn't work out, which I, I'm not counting out at all, uh, we still have the Champions League going. So let's go. Um, and uh, let's bring us to our last one. Go ahead. So I'll really quickly summarize the first game: Juventus, Atletico Madrid. Uh-huh. Right, Atletico Madrid are home. No, are they home? <laughs> they're they're away. No, they're home. I'm sorry. They're, uh, they're who's, home. Who's home? Uh, let's go with Madrid with home. Right. Sorry, guys. Um, and they went to zero. Diego Costa, what a striker. Okay. This is why Chelsea won the league when they did. Because another great striker with great movement, great ability to hold up the ball. He has decent pace and he doesn't look like he's that fast. But he has the strength and the brain, even though he doesn't look like he has it, to <laughs> get into good positions, hold that ball. And he's such a great finisher. And Atletico Madrid played so well that game. I was like, oh my God, Atletico Madrid's going to do it, right? I was saying it. I was like, Atletico Madrid are going to do it. But, you know, there's a thing that uh, my brother always says, Cristiano Ronaldo's on the other team. He's going to show up. He's going to win it because he's he's the man. He's the guy, right? And, you know, you, you see this Atletico Madrid team just dominate Juventus. Make sh- They made Cristiano Ronaldo... Cristiano Ronaldo look like he's not even there. We get to the second leg, and I see the formation, and I see who's playing, right? And you go, they're going to blow it. They're going to absolutely blow it. And you could tell from the first minute when the game starts, and you see um, uh, the Let's Go Madrid's manager, I always forget his name, uh, Diego Simeone. He's nervous. A man with so much confidence is nervous in the first two minutes of the game. He's he's running around. He doesn't even know what to hold on to, right? So why do you think he was nervous? Because he knew he messed up. Why? Because he went to play a defensive game against Cristiano Ronaldo, and he saw that he wanted it. You got you yeah. got to when the first thing Cristiano Ronaldo does 
is lift up the fans in the first minute of the game, you know. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on. A cheat code. You saw this team like, oh my God, Bernard, Bernadeschi. Bernadeschi. I wish, I wish Manchester United had him. This man was playing right mid. He was on the left side. He was in the middle. He was everywhere. Getting the ball. Always making plays. Great dribbling. Close to the feet. You know, Kalini wasn't even playing center back. He was up in front. They had like four strikers. And Kalini was one of them. Yeah. The, the basis of the game was uh, they played, Atletico Madrid played far back. They dropped back, right? And uh, the left back, what's his name from Juventus? The one that just played, the young guy? From Catella? No, from... Uh, oh, Spinazzola. Spinazzola, right? So you had Cancelo and Spinazzola pushing up, giving him crosses to a guy who can jump four feet in the air, right? Jump four feet in the air. Who's that? Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got the guy with one of the best vertical leaps ever, you know, just jumping around there, like... And he gets it. He gets those two big headers that he usually gets. Yeah. That's 2-0. It was wild. And then to... Uh, a weak penalty call, right? Weak penalty call at the end of the game. Ronaldo seals at three zero. You know, I was watching the first. 10 no Griezmann minutes. to be found. You know, I wouldn't even want to play on the field if I was Griezmann. Yeah. The last eight times he came up against Ronaldo in 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 a Champions League or in a in the U- national team, he lost every time. He just keeps on getting knocked out by Ronaldo. Yeah. He can't get away from him. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the. I mean, I watched the whole game. I'm just saying, you know, the first ten. 15 minutes. I've never seen the team so hungry to score a goal. Yeah. It was like they literally knew they were going to score. Yeah. And uh, who was it? I think it was uh, Killini that scored the yeah. first one, technically. Well, technically, but they, disallowed, they disallowed it. Which I think was complete yeah, it was, BS. Yeah, it was a bad Because apparently that. Ronaldo uh, took the goalie down. All he did was kick the ball, and the goalie tried to hold he it. He thought he kicked the goalie, I think. But the, he kicked the ball out of the goalie's... Uh, the, boy, the thing was, he thought the, the, the goalie was holding onto the ball, but he wasn't. That was yeah. the thing. Yeah. The ball was still loose. So, I think that was a goal, but I mean, you know, usually when that happens, like, the team, like, starts slowing down because, you know, they're like, we just worked so hard and we got nothing. They just, like, went even harder, and they finally got their goal, and, you know, Ronaldo's headers are just... Yep. Now, the ball ball was fantastic, but he's, like, reaching over them. He reached over Juan Fran. He made Godin look like a short guy. (laughs) And I want to give props to uh, Spinozola, uh, who I talked to you about after the game. I didn't even know who he was going into the That game. was his first game in the championship. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know either. I was like, where's Alexandro? Yeah, <laughs> Alexandro, man. Right. I mean, he didn't even play Dybala. And Spinozola's 25, so it's not even he's that young. Right. Uh, you know, I was looking at him. Apparently, he's been on loan a lot of times. Last time was Atalanta. Um, he's just from small... Italian teams and he was just he, he not only played very good defense he came up on the wing he gave good crosses I mean he was just fantastic he played very well and I was I was pretty impressed by him uh, I think one of the weaker games for me was Pjanic I think yeah overall he played well but there were some moments where he just kind of killed the play off by not making the right choice um, I mean that's why they got Aaron Ramsey 
Yeah, Aaron Ramsey. He's been good. And I'm real so mad I have to watch Emre Chan play for a team like this. Yeah, oh, Emre Chan was actually pretty terrible. What the hell? I didn't realize how ugly he was, but then I remembered he was a Liverpool player, so <laughs> he must be ugly. God, he got that weird-ass uh, smile. Uh, yeah, because Matic is beautiful. Matic is a lot better looking than Emre uh, Chan. I'm not sure about that. Uh, we'll do a face-to-face <laughs> later on. And you'll be like, you know what, you're right. That's going to be the cover of a podcast. I think that. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was going to be Michael Owen, half Man United jersey. Half I love joke. that idea. It's a terrible what idea a you made. Great it. idea. <laughs> we should totally do that. So, um, also good to see uh, Paulo Dybala come in. Now, uh, penalty. Uh, Angel Correa comes in. Who should have started the game. Do I think it was a penalty? No. It's not. Yes and no. 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 So here. Was there? Was it actually fouled? No. When a guy's running into the box like that. You and you're like him. 10 feet behind them? Yeah, you can't touch You really him. think you extending your arm is going to do anything? That was stupid. Yeah. So he you was. deserve the penalty out of that. He should have started the game, though. That's a, he's a great player, and he was a big No, he's good. He's in, good. In the first, in the first I think game. he's Argentinian, right? Yeah. So so I think that was very silly yeah. of him. I mean, he just really just put the icing on the cake. I mean, if he didn't do that, it would be 2-2. That's a big moment for just a, a brush on the, on the back. 2-2. Oh, yeah, yes, I agree. Yes, 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 I agree. That's a big moment. Yeah, it is. He he really bottled it. I mean, the team must be so upset. Uh, Griezmann wasn't even in the game. Um, but, you know, the man who has, like, 18 hat-tricks in the Champions League showed up. Yeah. No, I think he's eight. Oh, is it eight? Not and him 18? and Messi have eight retired, I think. I thought it was 18. Uh, we'll look that up, but I'm pretty sure it's eight. 18, dude. Chill. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put it past them, to be uh, honest. No, but I think I believe it's eight. I'm going to say it's 18. I'm just be, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, uh, you, tom- tomorrow night, I mean, tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. draw. Uh, yeah. To see the next round. Yeah. Uh, we have eight teams left. Uh, that would be Juventus. That would be Porto. Uh, that Man would City. Be, well, Juventus, Porto, Barcelona, right? Yep. Ajax. Yep. And the four English teams go through. Yep. So that's Man City, Man United, Spurs, and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So eight teams left. Half of them are English. Last time that happened was 2008-2009. been a while. Long, long ago. Ten years. It'd be so interesting if they matched up. Yeah, I'd be pretty upsetting, actually. Yeah. I just... I if, actually, actually, wait. I hope we get Tottenham. If Man City I hope we get Ajax Tottenham. or Porto, I'd be so upset. I'd actually like to see Ajax versus Man City. I hope not. I hope not. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, that was our Champions League recap and above the pitch. And uh, we'll get back to you again when we finally have our 7 a.m. draw. Thank you.